I fully intend to use Jupe to drive as many fucking users into the system as possible. Because once they come to Jupiter, they start exploring everything. They start exploring all the games, all the NFTs, and all the coins. Everyone that comes to Jupiter, they don't just come to Jupiter, they go everywhere. This episode is brought to you by Das London, Blockworks' number one institutional crypto conference where all the top institutions and people in crypto are going to be this March in London, what's becoming maybe the crypto hub of the world. I have a link in the show notes where you can learn more and also a discount code that will get you 20% off. So click the link, find out more, and I'll see you there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lightspeed. Today, we are joined by Meow from Jupiter. Meow, welcome to the show. Meow. <laughs> okay, before we get into the details, I got to ask, you go by Meow. What's the backstory behind that? Ah, I mean, I love cats and cats love me. So Meow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, oh, furthermore, and furthermore, people can hit, hit, people can hit on founders, right? But they can't hit on Meow cats, you know? Mm. Right. So it's a, it's, it's a really good way for me to go about, you know, the how to go about things, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. More people like dogs, but you know what? People like cats too. <laughs> but if anyone doesn't know what Jupiter is, you're um, hiding underneath a rock. So Jupiter is a DEX aggregator that's on Solana and they're facilitating over 80% of trades that are happening right now. So absolutely dominant. I want to get into that. I want to get into the token launch that you have coming up and a whole lot more. But before we start, I just want to get to your background story. And also, how does Jupiter even get in the place to be facilitating 80% of trades? Like, you've <laughs> obviously made a lot of the right decisions along the way. So I'd like to get some of that backstory before we get started. Yeah, I think um, just real quick is that I think I spent a, quite a bit of time in the Ethereum world and, uh, and before that, uh, I was like working as a, I was actually advising a, a lot of different Ethereum projects. Uh, and what I mean, when I say advising, I really mean like really going in the trenches, right? And kind of like trying to win across like, um, and I was advising InstaDap, which was a uh, number 10 TVL, right? And one of the, um, more, probably the dominant like smart contract creator wallet and also Kyber. And also, uh, I also was a senior advisor portfolio. Right, you know, I was also um I also started WPTC, right? Which is obviously kind of the, the most used rap token today, right? So I started that with some friends. Um yeah, so I think um been around for a bit, um, but really kind of just focusing on doing things, right? And I think um yeah, obviously, so that was my kind of like my pre-Solana history, right? And um and and yeah, so I think uh, after that I came to Solana and then uh we started uh we started on working on stuff, and eventually got to Jupiter, right? I think um, for Jupiter, I think um, what's actually really interesting is that it's weird to say we're dominant because we don't think that way. You know, we don't think of dominating, right? In fact, in fact, if you think of the way we, if you, if you see the way we do things, right, it's always about growing the pie, right? And making things better, right? Adding more value to users, right? And actually, I think that, that I, think, I think that's actually the reason why um, we, are, we are good because um, like from the very beginning, very, very beginning, right? From actually very beginning, we, we had a, what I call a Jupe promise, right? Like best price, Best token selection and best UX, right? So we 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 never ever talk about metrics. I'm not kidding, right? We just we didn't talk metrics, right? I mean, it was obviously really nice to see the metrics go out slowly over time, right? But for us, it was really just about every day. Okay, um, are we do we have token? Do we have the best price? The best routing? How fast is the API? Oh shit, started going down, right? So if, if you look at our, it was never a moment whereby we popped. Never, never. There was no popping moment for us. Never, right? Um, in fact, the only popping moment we had was at after the point when we announced things and then there was some hype. But, but even then, um, but even then, uh, it was, um, it, it wasn't like dominant. It was just like, you know, more people coming in, right? But, um, yeah, I would say that, um, it is that relentless focus on the Juke promise, right? Like, you know, best token, never say again, best price, best token selection and best user experience, right? You know, uh, that, that was helpful, right? I think, um, 
And the other thing is that I think um, is that we are also obsessed about like our APIs and SDKs and everything, right? And and we mean that from 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 two points of view, right? The the first point of view is that like um, from the so what's actually interesting about Solana, right? And the reason why I would say that um, what we do is really hard is because I mean Solana is actually very diverse, right? You know, I mean like um, or you have like you have really funny, you have really yes, you obese. You have sexes, you have AMMs, you have um, you have the um, the really interesting protocols like Lignity and Sanctum, right? So actually, bring all these different AMMs into like a one single endpoint and have, making it work like this wasn't easy, right? It was just a relentless grind of work, right? Um, so for example, I think uh, so one one of the things that we do also on one side, one of the things that we do a lot of is that we work with the um, new liquidity providers like way before they launch, right? Like often like uh, even two months before they launch. We work at them to make sure everything's tested. We put it in production to and and just so we run a lot of simulations. Firstly, uh, we put it into production for a for a day, which is ending breaks, and then put it for a week, ending breaks, and one month ending breaks, right? And nothing breaks that roll the production. We announce it, right? We never ever announce before we test it, right? And then and then on the other side of integration, right? Whether you are a really big wallet or a really small app, we 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 listen to you, right? We take care of your SDK needs. We try to cater to you. Um, we try to make sure that what we have is reliable. Uh, so I, I think it's really this like relentless focus, right, on like figuring things out. That's why we do well. You know, it's not it's not because of any um, any magic. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to get to because you mentioned you guys were kind of consistent, and there's a spike after your hype announcements at Breakpoint. I want to get to that, but I want to first maybe dive a little deeper into the story because so you said you were on Ethereum and you helped with. Very impressive stuff casually, like WBTC. Um, and then what made you even pick Solana? I mean, at that point, there was a lot of stuff happening. Um, there was like the L2 roadmap. There was Altel 1s, um, different EVM forks. And then Solana. Why Why Solana? Um, I guess I've gotten a bit tired of the EVM stack. You know, right. I feel like on Ethereum, you have too many problems, right? The, the first main problem you have is that you're either always optimizing for gas, right? Your, your whole, your entire mental model is not about user value or growing the pie anything. It's about gas, right? You know, or you're trying to figure out like, you know, whether or, or trying to figure out which L2 you go to, right? And then, or, or, or how to, uh, how, or how, how to divide or whether to start your own L2, right? So it's either which L, whether, whether to start your own L2, which L2 to go to or gas, right? So it's not like, I, I feel like these are like non, um, how to put it? Non-expense, not like non-growing non the pie problems, you know, right? In some sense, right? Like they, they, I mean, these problems weren't really, like solving these problems, like wouldn't really help to bring the next user in, right? You know, because like, uh, I mean, like use, they don't want to do that shit. They don't want to pay $5 per gas. They don't want to have to kind of navigate like between 25 autos, right? I mean, I don't care how good the U is, like 99.9% of people just don't do that, right? So I, I found that, and um, so I, I found that to be one major reason why I started looking elsewhere, because um, I think I got a little bit tired of um, like the 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 state of the technology evolution over there, right? And also, and and um, and how obsessed they are over those cell problems, you know, right away, right? Uh, I think, uh, and secondly, is that um, and uh, uh, but 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 again, I I do preface this every time I talk about this because uh, I think um. Ethereum is amazing. I think uh, if you look at the, the 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 stack of things they have, the research community and everything is just amazing, right? You know, I think uh, yeah. 
So I think um, big respect to them, right? It's just maybe not quite the type of problems I want to obsess over, over you know, right? So so that's my take, right? Uh, I think Solana was only the, the only blockchain that had a unique technical point of view, right? It was the only one that said, okay, you know what? We are not going to go EVM, right? Um, we are, we are, we're not going to go multi-chain, right? We're going to have one big tech chain, right? You know, and also, and, and you see that fundamental, um, belief, right? Being reflected in the, as the, in the, in the technology tanker model as well, right? You know, it's, it's, it's parallel, it's account-based and everything, right? So, so in some sense, I think have, and it's Rust-based, right? So having a very, um, having a very unique, um, technology stack, uh, and the philosophy to go with it was certainly a big barrier, right? I mean, we all know how big of a barrier that is, right? You know, but also gave us a certain weird kind of confidence that, okay, you know what? At least these are different, right? You know, and it's probably worth investigating, right? And, uh, and the third reason is obviously, I think, um, uh, obviously, um, back then also, also I think, um, uh, FTX and SAM was a really big, like, uh, uh, forcing function in there as well, right? Proving kind of like the, the, the proving out a lot of the viability. Right, of the space and putting a lot of capital, right, into the space as well, you know, right? Um, yeah, so I think those are the, um, so I think uh, those three things are the main reasons, yeah, why, uh, why Solana. Yep. Talking about gas minimization, some people call it gas golfing because you try to get as low as scores possible or as few, you know, gas spent as possible. So I know that's not like the best resources spent for a developer. How did it feel for you coming from Ethereum to Solana, um, do you feel constrained over an Ethereum? I know L2s weren't really live at the time. Maybe you were working over there. But then you come to Solana. Rust is much more performant. I'm not a developer. But I've also heard that it can be quite a bit more complicated than just writing Solidity, which is more like JavaScript. And you also have to do some certain things like put up the state that you're going to hit up front. Like, how, how does it feel as a developer? Do you feel like you're constrained in Ethereum versus Solana? What, what were your uh, takeaways? Oh, actually, uh, initially in Solana, right? There are many, many constraints, right? You know, the transaction size being like uh, the, the biggest one, right? You know, but I think... Um, over time, I think what we see is that we see that um, three things, right? Number one, I think the the the, the development step became like way way better, right? For example, you went from like being like uh, uh, the anchor was like the anchor was a big deal, priority to a big deal, look at tables was a big deal, right? You know, I think I think so. So I think uh, what we felt as a team was that like initially it was really tough, right? Um, but over time, we felt like many many of the problems, right, the constraints that Solana had, right, started going away, right. You know, so it's like, okay, and, and, and now I, and now I will say that, okay, you no, know, we, we feel like way more comfortable, right? Building on Solana down Ethereum, you know, right? So, so that's what I'll say. And I think that, that, that will actually, I think, continue to improve, you know? Um, so one of the points that I do make quite often, right? Is culture, right? Um, is that, um, I mean, blockchains are like countries, right? Or cities, right? They have cultures, you know, right? And I think, um, I think what, what, what we do notice is that I think in terms of Solana, yes, it's a very pragmatic problem solving culture, right? You know, right? Uh, which means that problems tend to get resolved, right? You can kind of see that, uh, whenever big problems come up, right? You know, wherever like uh, things crash or things doesn't work, right? This is very full on, like full stack effort, right? From every part of the stack, right? And I think that's actually what's actually very impressive from the, from the foundation, engineering side of things, the labs. Um, RPC providers to adapt everyone just like come bang okay we got this problem let's solve it right and it does so one of the most amazing things right to happen for me to see right is that every time there's a crisis that happens right it gets solved you know right seriously whether it's ecosystem crisis technical crisis financial crisis we get through it right as a community right and, and that's actually really impressive for me right um, and I see that's also one of the reasons why um, earlier this year when everyone just left right you know and why why 
we and I'm sure Mert as well, right? You know, and a, a, a lot of other our, our other good friends like uh, Brian and uh, Mango, everyone. I think the 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 reason why I think we were so convinced that it's all going to work out, right? Is that because we've seen it before, right? We've seen crisis hit. We've seen us rally. We've seen us get over it, right? And that happens so many times, right? That like even when a, a really big crisis hit, no problem. Let's go, you know. And I think um I think I think here we are today, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I uh, I'm gonna steal that. I never thought about it in the when you when you have like a big integrated blockchain, you actually have all parts of the stack trying to help solve a crisis. Um, that's very interesting. Okay, so and I will steal that. No, we did it. Mert, we did it. Right, and, and and you were a big part of it, right? You know, because when because I mean, when crypto, right? Crypto is not technology. Crypto is not right. Anyone who thinks that crypto is technology is kind of like, uh, not thinking right. Crypto is just a really weird mix of technology, finance. Uh, sorry, let me be more clear. Sorry, not the finance, technology, money, right, and emotions, right. So it's like uh, it constantly, right? Technology has to be up, money has to be flowing, right, and the emotions need to be up, right. And they don't, when I say those things, that don't mean they can't be down. I mean, just they have to be up at some point, right. And I, I, I do think money can flow up, but they, they come in at some point, right. Technology can go down, go up again, right. So it's it's this flow of things that I think I really appreciate, right? And I think the, over the last um over the last few it has been really fun. Last, last three years just working through all the ins and outs of things been really fun. Yeah, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. And Mert, you're a big part of that. You were an amazing part of that, right? And look, every blockchain needs two or three like really amazing providers, right? RPC providers, right? Literally, like the 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 hard rock of the ecosystem, right? And, and you did that, right? I mean, we all know, we all know what you did for us, like, uh, in terms of spirits. I mean, like, in terms of just like pushing the whole swan, like, dust long. Right. You know, right. So it's great. I think, I think you were, ter- you were a terrific, uh, bit rock of the whole system. So it's, appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you, sir. Mert's going to um, cut, cut that section and send it to his girlfriend. So thank you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, she thinks this is, she thinks I'm like a pro gamer or something. She has no idea what this is. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a funny say. Yeah, so I mean, that's uh. First of all, I'm gonna steal that because that's a good way of thinking. Um, so if anybody's watching this and sees me post on Twitter, I, I stole from Meow. Um, I think we've done a really good job of covering why you guys came here and what your journey's been like. Quick break to tell you about an upcoming event. I promise you don't want to miss. It's BlockWorks' biggest and best institutional conference called Das London. It's a two-day event happening in London this March. We're going to have over 700 institutions, 130 speakers, and a couple thousand of us all under one roof. Crypto is in a position for the first time to actually onboard these institutions, and they're showing up. We have companies from BlackRock to Visa launching real products in the space. We have the real-world asset narrative taking off. We have things like payments that have been exponentially growing. And then we have things like DeepEnd happening in the Solana ecosystem. There's a ton of capital right now in this institution space is going to be coming on chain. It's going to completely change the industry. Whether you are an institution or you're a retail user, or you just want to learn more about what's going on in the space, this conference is for you. You're going to be able to meet some of the best and smartest people in the space. The speaker lineup is absolutely incredible and you'll get to hang out with me. But the best part is you actually get 20% off your ticket if you use Lightspeed 20 when checking out. That's Lightspeed 20. I put a link in the show notes. Um, I recommend buying this today because one, you'll forget about it. Two, these ticket prices go up every single month. So anyways, I hope to see you there. Now, let's get back to the show. Now I want to talk about the future future uh and the opportunity that jupiter has right because you you talk about it so it, uh, it it seems apparent that in your vision that like the the jupiter's opportunity is much bigger than anything before right can you maybe talk a bit about that like what is what does the future look like for jupiter and why you're excited about it i mean i i i mean i would say first of all i would say that like um like i think i think um one 
big problem, like really fucking big problem I see in the whole crypto space right now, right? Is that we've become so fucking cynical, you know, right? We literally forgot why we got started in the first place, right? It's like Bitcoin just, Bitcoin just worry about like, you know, being a store of value. Ethereum just worry about more and more autos, justifying why more and more autos, right? Like, I mean, seriously, guys, come on. Like, you, like, seriously, I mean, can you imagine justifying why Blast is a technology advancement? I mean, come on, like, get over it, right? I mean, like, seriously, I mean, I, I mean, like, I mean, I don't claim that Jupiter is solving cancer, right? Why would you claim that, like, um, why would you claim that, like, uh, Blast is, like, some, 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 something that's so great? Come on. I mean, it's, it's fine, right? It's a, it's a, it's a L2. And it gets TVL and farmer. It's a bridge. It's a one-way bridge. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, and it's great. I'm mean, nothing wrong with that. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I am. It's great, right? You know, but I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I don't solve cancer, right? And you don't innovate. Done. That's it. Let's, let's go. So I feel like that's actually the, the basis from the unhappiness with how, um, how sneaker we have become, right? As an industry, right? And how satisfied we are with like creating new servers and, and and you farming on them and and just like create and just deploying contracts and you farming on them and being happy with that. I feel like that's that's the limit of thinking about that industry, right? And I think you should move past that, right? So I think that that's actually the the thing. So I would say it's not even that. Uh, well, I think we are thinking big, but more like I feel like we forgot a lot of things. I mean, think about it. What do you want to do now? We believe in crypto sovereign remittances, payments, social systems, right? And all that good stuff, right? Replacing Nasdaq, right? I, I feel like we kind of forgot about doing all that. You know, seriously, we did. Right. So I feel like that's actually what I think uh, we should really think, think about. Right. How do we really kind of bring upon the world, right? You know, where, where we can actually imagine these things happening. I appreciate this, right? Now, I think we need to onboard millions and tens of, tens of millions of users, right? Into Solana, you know, in the next two years, right? And get the critical mass, right? Because when we get to a certain level of critical mass, such as, okay, when someone in the US has closed that account, her grandmom in the Philippines has so account, right? Bang, the remittance happens, you know, right? Easy, you know, right? And of course, like things are paid, and of course, everything that pay, like, I think so many things like payments and like remittances and like, even the NASDAQ, like NASDAQ and everything, right? I think, and they, I think they become possible, right? When you have some kind of critical mass, right? Um, and it doesn't matter if you buy crypto, right? And, and here's the reason why, because buying crypto is different from using crypto, right? Because we can have the entire world buy crypto. But if they keep buying crypto on Binance, right? Nothing happens. Like zero, nothing happens, right? And I mean nothing, right? The capital is stuck on chain, right? It's traded on central exchanges, right? You can don't actually use it, right? You don't actually use capital for anything. Nothing happens. Every, all the everything we talked about, right? The the dream of crypto, right? Remittances, payments, like decentralization, uh, decentralized social systems, like like NFTs, like um, you know, social networks. Decentralized identity, no, those happen, right? You know, if if the capital is stuck on a centralized exchange, right? That's why we think it's so important for us, right? You know, to bring all these users on chain, to be using things on chain, right? And so that the and and that's kind of what we want Jupiter to do, right? We want, we want Jupiter to kind of like we call it the spear tip, right? Of like bridging that centralized gate of centralized systems to kind of bring more people in. And the the first thing that people use is trading. Right, the first thing that people use is trading. That's like the the most basic use case of crypto or of any finance, right? So at a very high level, we think that okay, if you want to bring crypto like this whole decentralization forward, right? We got to make we got to really like let more more people use decentralized systems, and then we then the second thing is that below that we think that okay, we think that Solana is the best place to do it, 
right? Time is now, right? We're talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum and everything and stuff. I think time is now. I think I think the, the the technology stack is finally ready, right? I think in, and and also also one one big advantage of the FTX thing is that people get it now. They're oh, oh wow, and the buy is that wow? Okay, it's centralized thing. No matter how safe it seems, it's probably not as safe, right? So there's actually a, a very big like readiness, right? You know. And then on and then and then on and then on our end, we think that hey, you know what? Like um, hey, you know what? I think we are in a really good position, right? Jupiter, right? To kind of welcome these people, right? Uh, give them the right UX, um, give them the right liquidity, and give them the right incentives, right? Give them the right community, right? To come in, to, to come in here, right? Because once they come to Jupiter, they don't come to Jupiter, right? They come to everywhere, right? They start exploring everything, you know, right? They start exploring all the games, all the NFTs, and all the coins and everything and stuff, right? And we, we're seeing it today. We're seeing it today right now. Actually, everyone that comes to Jupiter. They, they don't just come to Jupiter, they go everywhere, right? And we will see that, in, we see the big time, right? You know? And that's also why we are doing things like Jupiter Start, right? Whereby we, um, that, that today we just did a really amazing like community intro thing with um, Obvious NFT, whereby their community came to our community and then we just like, and then just, we just introduced our entire Jupiter community to them. It was great. So much fun, right? Our community loved their stuff, right? Uh, and then we are going to uh, also promote like Zeta Markets next, next week. You know, and also, uh, so, so yeah, so I think, so a big power we're trying to do is to just like, really bring a lot of weight into a decentralized game, right? Then go, wow, okay, wow, using a, a deck is so much fun. Holy shit, I can do everything else. And then once they come in, they don't go back, you know, right? So that's the goal, yeah. Yeah, I think you're doing something with Jito as well this week on yeah, Jupiter yeah, Start. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know Jupiter Start, it's basically a way that it's, this is really cool. It's announced at Breakpoint as well. It's a way for Jupiter to introduce people to other projects in the ecosystem, essentially, and to like spread awareness. Um, I'm curious. I might be jumping the gun here, but when you have new users, you're talking about all these users coming to the space. I would say right now, if you're coming to Solana, there's a 50% chance the first thing you do is go to Jupiter because that's how you're going to interact with different tokens. And then maybe you go play on another project. How do you think about it? Because onboarding is so important here. How do you think about it if a new user comes and they come to Jupiter and then the first thing that happens is their wallet pops up, but they don't have a wallet with Solana? Like, is that, is that something you guys are working on? Or do you think more about it as we want to integrate with Phantom and every single wallet instead of maybe hosting our own? Because to me, that's a, that's a troublesome friction point. If you're a new user, you come to Jupiter and all of a sudden ask for a wallet and you don't know how to get one. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think the, the way we think about it is that we definitely think that there are a lot of great words out there. You know, right? So I think, um, it's actually a really good point, you know, right? Like, I think right now, I think the UX right now is definitely still pretty much around like, okay, you already have a wallet, right? You know? So maybe a really good UX could be like, you don't have a wallet, do this, you know, right? Okay, you know what? That's going to be, that, that, that we're going to do it next week. Let's go, you know, right? Then next week, let's go. <laughs> let's so do it. That, 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 that's actually a great thing to start working into, you know, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's actually really important because we are going to look into, um, as we start into looking into kind of like bringing more and more users into the whole decentralized space, right? I feel like that's a really good reminder. So, so, so thanks for sharing that, right? Because we, sh- we really, really share. Oh, it's a really good point because right now if you click connect wallet, it just says no wallet. It should be like, hey, are you confused? Are you not sure to do? Here's what you do. Kind of thing, right? You know, right? I, I, I feel like that will actually be a much better experience. Yeah, yeah Phantom, you know I'm, I'm going to do that next week and show you. Phantom yeah. should pay you for that distribution, to be honest. So, yeah, you know <laughs> what? Like, I'll, I'll let you decide I, that. Sure. I mean, like anybody, right? I don't think so. You know? I, I think one important part to hit on that I didn't think about until yesterday when I was listening to your podcast with Chow is why an aggregator like Jupiter works so well on Solana. And then you have a DEX like Orca, which does, 
I don't know, 40%, 46% of trades go through there, but most of their trades are routed through you. Whereas if you go to Ethereum, almost everyone goes directly to Uniswap. They don't go to one inch, which is an aggregator. Can you explain why on Ethereum people go directly just to one DEX instead of an aggregator, whereas on Solana, most people go to Jupiter? Um, it's actually pretty easy, right? I mean, it's just guess, right? You know, right? Because on, on, um, I, I, but first, first of all, I think uh, the 80% refers to retail volume. Right, that means you know re- retail volume, right? I think uh um when bought, I think it's about sixty percent, fifty, sixty. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think it's quite simple. It's gas, you know, on Ethereum. I, I mean, it, it it sounds very complicated, but it's pretty simple, right? And it goes into one reason why I started Jupiter in the first place because I understood the landscape on Solana as being fundamentally different, right, from the landscape on Ethereum. On Ethereum, unless you're doing really really big trades, right? Um, like I mean, like if you're okay, it doesn't make sense to do one inch. Right, because um they get to kill you. Um rest on um rest on Solana and, and then on the L2, you really don't have a lot of taxes, right? So it doesn't even make that much sense to aggregate, right? So you so I think that's actually one thing. And and, and secondly that on Ethereum, one digit uh Uniswap is very dominant, right? Uh whatever you want, you have it there, you know? And then whereas on Solana, you have on Radium and Ophinase and everything and stuff, right? So that's just another big reason. And third thing is that, well, you know what? Swana just have a much bigger diversity of systems too, right? You have like Phoenix, like OpenBook, and like uh, Lifinity and Goose and everything and stuff right? that you just don't have on, on Ethereum. I think that is only going to grow, right? Because it's extremely hard to have an instance staking and staking pool on Ethereum, right? Whereas Swana is directly integrated to Jupiter, right? Like literally, it's amazing. One trade goes, like one soul trade goes in, right? You know, depending on what price it is, you can go to Oka, Radio, OpenBook, and Sanctum, right? Which the direct taking, right? and it comes out the other end as XO, right? And all that happens at zero point zero zero two cents, you know, right? So I feel like uh, that's also the reason why um we are so committed to the craft, right, of like making things work because it's actually really fucking hard to make everything, all these different things work really really well in one thing, yeah. So I would say that like, I would say yeah. So I think in summary, I would say that. Yeah, partly it's because of gas and do- and how dominant things are and also diversity of things, right? Um, but I also have to give like massive credit to my team, you know, because we really work it like, you know, day in, day out, you know, right? Uh, for like, like for a long time to make it work well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, yeah, I, I know your engineers, they are very, very, very smart. Um, and and so- also very committed. I, I feel like it's one thing to be smart, but and I think it's to be committed as well. You know, they are like uh, insanely mm-hmm. committed to the craft, you know? Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked about what you want to do, which is, in a sense, bring people on chain, bring back the decentralized kind of vision that the industry kind of came from and grow the pie for everybody, use Jupiter as like a gateway into other stuff and, you know, uh, grow the pie is, is how you say it. Um, I, yeah, I love what you want to do. I love pie. Let's go. Let's get pie. Let's go. Um, but, um, you know, that's that's what you're going to do. But, okay, I guess the question is, how are you going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you, what does the execution look like here? So I know, for example, you guys obviously are an aggregator, but you're also now adding perps um, with, with 100x uh, uh, leverage. And uh, so that, that's been fun for me. Um, you first went very vertical within swaps, but then now you're kind of ex- uh, expanding out. So I guess I'm I'm curious, what does that look like concretely for you when you say you're going to, uh, um, like, you're very excited for the future of Jupiter. 
what are you gonna guys? What are you guys gonna do explicitly, right? And there's also we we just had Ben on with Mediora, and there's kind of like synergistic effects there. Um, so you know, what does the actual tactics look like? Um, like as as I mentioned before, I think crypto is a very interesting game, right? Because it's not just about technology, right? It's also about community and incentives, right? You know, so I think I think uh, when, when to answer the question, I think uh, we, we look at it not just from a product point of view. Right, you know, but also from a community and kind of finance point of view, right? I think we laid out we laid out several um key things like to be the start, right? You know, which is which involves around like um both both the community and also launchpad and also Atlas, kind of like uh, you know help really helping like new new projects and new tokens right get traction, right? You know, we think that's going to be a very important part of what we're doing forward, right? Which is to kind of take um take whatever community we have and try to um you know help other other projects get the community as well, right? Very important. And then uh, we're also looking to some cross interchanging as well, right? But um, uh, the, the the key thing there is that we'll be doing in a way, we want to do it in a way such that um, we really help to bring more liquidity into Solana, right? You know, and not out of Solana, right? So that, that's how I think about it. Um, on the trading side of things, um, it's like really kind of making sure that our spot offerings and our put offerings, right, is better or on par, Right? with all the taxes, right? So that is actually like, um, so that's actually like a table, table six. Table six, okay? Because you know, all the incentives that you want. However, I think if we can't actually have um, uh, equivalent level of usability or, or liquidity, right? You know, as a taxes, right? People just still go, people still not come in, right? Right, that is like, you know, basic. Um, but thankfully for Jupiter, thankfully for Jupiter, right? Um, we don't live in a silo. If you are a sex, you open in a silo, right? What does it mean? It means that you have to get all the liquidity yourself. You have to get all the users yourself. You get everything yourself. But we, we're not, we're not, we're not, right? We work with the ecosystem, right? You know, we like, like, uh, we, we don't have to implement it ourselves, right? Essentially, if you are a new, um, if you're a new, uh, AMM, and you want to grow the BTC volume or BTC trading, right? We help you. You know, right? You know, if you are a if you are a cool new um app with a fun use case or NFT, they're getting a drive more users, we help you. Right? So that's actually very important because we don't have to do everything ourselves, right? You know, in order to kind of create the kind of utility that you need, right? And think about it, right? It's like, okay, can can a small can a small debt beat Binance? Very hard. But can an ecosystem be Binance? I mean, why not? I mean, think about it, right? Why not, right? I mean, if, if we as an ecosystem cannot be Binance, right? Then over like, say, five years, right? Something's very, something's very wrong. You know, we're not doing things right, you know, right? So that's how I think about it, right? So that, that's the reason why I keep thinking up high, right? Because I don't think it's possible that we alone, uh, you know, bring forth this thing, right? I, I certainly want to help, right, you know? But I think it's more about how do we as ecosystem, like, you know, build our utility. Right? No, I, I think I think that's one very, very, very important thing that we always don't understand, don't think about as an industry, right? We always think about okay, is Uniswap better than Binance? No, 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 no. Or is Jupiter? No, 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 it's not no. It's, 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 it's we as an ecosystem better than Binance. I think yes. It has to be at some point. You know, right? So that's actually that's actually the that's the first thing, that's my first answer to you, right? And I think um um and I think I do actually think that um uh trading is like the main and the first use case that we need to win. You know, and we don't win it on our own. We win it together. And that's on the trading side of things, right? And then the other, the other side of things is the, um, the other side is the incentives and community part of things, side of things, right? Over here, I mean, I'm just going to say it right here. 
on this podcast, right? That um, I fully intend to use Jupe to drive as many fucking users into the system as fucking possible. Okay, and I said it. Okay, right, I said it. Right, and I'm not sure I'm gonna do it yet. I'm not sure exact tactics yet, you know. But I, I'm gonna do it. That's it. I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't have any answers right now. But that's my tactic. And full stop. Juke. Yeah. Sorry, to be clear, it's not just juke. By the way, I think there's many, many other tokens, right? You know. Mm. But I think it's through the combined power of all these tokens, right, that we that we can drive more people in, right? So it's so in summary, it's number one liquidity, 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 liquidity. NFT liquidity, user liquidity, trading liquidity, right? That's the first thing. We need to actually really have better liquidity as an ecosystem, right? You know, than any sex, right? Second, utility, 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 right? You know, can we actually make having um, things on chain much more useful? Apparently useful, uh, useful right? And then the having sex. And thirdly is like, you know, incentives and then incentives, right? You know, right? How do we actually use incentivity correctly, right? Build right community to be it. Right. So, uh, Mert, so that's how, that's how, that's the answer to you, right? I don't think it's one answer, right? I don't think it's a product. I don't think it's about product at all, right? Product is very important, but I really think it's a synergistic approach towards like tackling the problem that we've been, that we really, what I, what I call bridge the centralized meta, right? And bring forth the decentralized one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Talking about competing with centralized exchanges. Again, I'm kind of looking ahead here. This is probably like five to 10 years out. One thing Solana has been known for is not having a lot of tokens. We're seeing that change right now. One reason people are probably coming to Jupiter and actually downloading Solana wallets for the first time is because they want to get access to those tokens because you can't trade them on centralized exchanges for the most part. They're a little bit slower in actually adopting those tokens. So what I am wondering, though, is when I first started my journey in crypto, I downloaded Coinbase, but then I downloaded Kraken because they had certain tokens that weren't listed on Coinbase. Then I downloaded Gemini because they had tokens that weren't listed on Coinbase. But one of the best things about these centralized exchanges is that they cover multiple chains. I'm just curious how you think about that as Jupiter, because to truly compete with a centralized exchange, I think that could be really hard, potentially, if you're only having Solana tokens. Um, how do you think about that? Um, I think um, you solve this problem in phases, right? And the first phase you solve it is that you solve it by uh, making sure, that, as you said earlier, making sure that Solana has compiling tokens and Jupiter is the best place to trade them, right? Uh, I think we see that in Bonk, right? You know, um, very, very clearly, we see that a lot of new tokens as well, right? So I think, uh, first of all, it's like, uh, first of all, in, the, in your home base, right? Before any in your home base, right? Home base means that, okay, you, you do actually have a set of tokens that, um, you know, that is only available on Solana. So you do need a home base, right? And that alone is good enough for competing, right? Because at least people come to you for a reason, right? At least you have a reason for existence, right? Now, and the second, and the second phase is the majors, right? If BTC, RVAX, OP, right? Um, or any of the new big hot tokens, right? Even WorldCoin, right? You know, right? So I think, I think um, all those are called the majors, right? You can think of maybe you can take the top 100 trading, 100, 100 trader tokens and have a way to do that, right? And then, and then later I call the meta, right? You know, where it's kind of the full set of decentralized um, tokens that you might want to um, buy or sell anywhere. But in summary, I think uh, I, I do see it as a multi-step problem. I mean, I'll be just be honest here, right? Even PIF, for example, right? It was still traded mostly on sexes, right? You know, than decentralized exchanges. I mean, I, I know we can, talk, we can talk really big about like 10 years down the road, rival, right? But the truth is that right now, even right now, when new tokens launch on Solana, right? They are mostly available on sexes, right? And I get it because there's a lot more liquidity there, right? You know, than here. The pumping power of like that is a lot higher than here, 
right? You know, so I, but I, I do actually want to even the playing field first, you know, right? So that's like kind of my, my immediate goal right now, right? You know, right? And also to kind of really make it more compelling, right? That's the first thing. And secondly, for the majors, uh, I think it will have to come down to um, having a very robust set of MMs, whether it's Vitora or other MMs, right? That really kind of incentivize that kind of like liquidity to come in, right? And I do actually think there's an opportunity here, right? Um, to make it such that like um, any token on any chain is tradable on Solana, right? Um, that would be a very big technical undertaking, right? You know, but we'll be starting on the next year. You know, right? And hopefully we have some really good news to share right next year and stuff, you know, on, on that front. Yeah. But yeah, so in summary, um, three different problems. I, I don't think any of them can be solved uh, at one go, right? But I think each, I think we can like inch towards like, you know, solving each other individually. You know, and then hopefully like a uh, one down the road, we are, all, we are pretty good. Two years down the road, we are like on par and fires, we're winning, you know, right? Yeah. But I, I, I definitely see this as long-term thing, not a short-term thing, right? Which is why which is why I'm very determined, right? Which is why I think um, everyone keeps asking me when, 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 right? No, but I think uh, for me, I think it's much more important that I communicate that uh, what our goal is, right? Um, like, and, and make sure that um, every step of the way, people know what we're doing, what we're thinking about, right? Rather than bang, 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 like airdrop, launch, everything, right? I, 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 just, I just make sure that everyone knows kind of where we're going and where, where like what our roadmap is, you know, let's say. That's a good segue because um talking about when, when, whens. Um, <laughs> when, let's go, when, let's go, when. <laughs> um, yeah, so the moment everybody's been waiting for and probably where people will skip to in the timestamp. And so if you're just tuning in, hello. Um, you really should I, though. <laughs> uh, I did ask on Twitter uh, what people want to ask you and actually you responded. And one of the things was, your philosophy around airdrops, launches, and whens. So, hmm. what do you think? What is your philosophy around this? What can you tell the DGENs who are bloodthirsty here? Uh, I, I love you. I love you. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you guys are amazing. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I really, uh, I, I really appreciate all the whens, right? I was just, I, I always say this to my team, right? It's like the only, I mean, I, I know all this can be frustrating at times, but trust me, the only thing. What you really don't want is no one asking when, right? You know, like people asking you when is a great sign, right? That means they, they want they want your shit, you know, right? That's a good thing, trust me, you know, right? So I think people know I love you, everyone, right? You know, that uh, keep keep the when's coming, you know, right? Uh, and uh, hopefully you always ask me when for a long long time to come, you know, right? That's one. That's the first thing. Uh, please keep coming, you know. I love you. All right, done. Um, I feel like um, if you look at the airdrop thing that we did, right? We um traditionally airdrops work like this, right? They drop, complain, token goes to create. So it's like done. Everything happens in a week, right? Over, right? It's like you you bang, you come, you know, done, over, you know, over, you know, right? And I'm like, ah, that is like, I get it, I get, I get it. It's easy, it's not messy. You just like go over done with, you know, but I'm like, ah, can't you want romantic here? You know, can we be a bit romantic here? Can we just like talk about it first? You know what I mean? Right? Can we just like have a conversation about it first? You know, like can we just have to say, hey, we are, we are doing this, right? And then we're like, okay, you know what? Okay, let, let's do this. How are you going to do this? You know, right? And then like, uh, we just talk about it, you know, right? And that's actually summarizes my philosophy, right? I feel like, okay, cool. You know, um, that, I mean, that, that, that's why I think I announced the airdrop. I knew we talked about it. And then, um, and then lots of people get feedback and we, we, we iterated on it. Right, you know, and then we did something very rare for airdrops. We declared the criteria explicitly, 
and told people in the airdrop form what criteria they were they were under, right? And what what they were led to. And then we even let them protest, right? You know what, um, you know uh, what, they, and and then we have like we have ten thousand submissions, by the way, ten thousand, right? And we are going through all of them, right? You know, right? I mean, and, and, and some, obviously doing some uh, machine learning and stuff, but whatever. But but yeah, I mean, but but we we do take it very seriously, right? So you contrast the other adults, whereby um, you know you just don't know, right? Just like like a lot, I, I've seen so many adults that don't know why they got something or why they didn't get something, right? Like. I'm personally puzzled why for the first, last few airdrops I didn't get anything or got something. Right now about why, but right? And so I feel like I wanted to um, treat this as an engagement. Right? You know, I think that, that that's actually the first thing. And and that also answers my question about all the whens. Right? You know, I, I don't really treat the whole um, token launch thing as like, uh, okay, here we go. You know, something, you know, right? But more like, okay, let us talk about it, right? You know, let me try my best, right? To communicate... Um, why I um why I think we should launch this way, and I'm I'm, I'm giving enough time, right? You know, to kind of like grow up together. You know what I'm saying? You know, right? So in summary, I think a lot of people are very used to uh, a certain way of doing things, right? Uh, I think um and it's up to us to kind of explain properly that we see this whole pro- token launch process um as a journey, you know, right? Not a bang 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 kind of thing. You know, it's a journey we take together. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's on a pillow, pillow talk. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been very transparent about everything. It's it's all been on Twitter too. It's just funny how all of this just goes to Twitter. But you've put all the details behind the thinking, and it's been back and forth between the community. It's been really really cool to see. I know you're gonna have four rounds of airdrops. This first round was eligible to about a million wallets, roughly. One stat that stuck out to me that I thought was interesting, and I'm sure this is true with every DeFi protocol, is 0.1 percent of the wallets account for 60 percent of the volume on Jupiter. And then if you look at 0.2 percent of the wallets, account for 80 percent. That just sounds absolutely absurd. Are those bots or those whales? What do you think is going on? Oh, I mean, it's a bunch of things, right? It's a combination of whales and bots, right? Small bots and whale bots, right? Mm, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and yeah, so, so, to, so you definitely have those. I mean, some of them are doing upping, some are doing less centralized upping, some are doing the pure dex upping, some are doing triangle upping, right? Um, I mean, to, to be clear, we, I think what I say is that we love bots, you know, right? But we do try to give humans a, fa- a fair chance. So we do actually um, discount bots a bit. But then as part of the discounting of bots, I think some people got really upset because they're like, I'm not a bot, I'm not a bot, but you, I'm a, I got marked as bot, right? So that's actually one of those things that we are doing right now, right? So it's just going through all those like submissions and figuring out how we can actually improve it and get, getting back to them. What was the goal of the airdrop? Because like people talk about airdrops in a lot of different ways. Like you're obviously rewarding past participants. That's great, but that's all like in the past. Maybe they become mercenaries. Um, but like to you, what is it? And I like also that people have learned, maybe don't do all of your airdrop at one time. You actually are going to yeah. have four rounds of this. Yeah, precisely. I, I, and, 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 and so I think, um, I mean, I, I, would, I would just be very clear about something, right? Is that I do actually expect it's going to be launched um, sometime during or after the second airdrop, right? So we, we're doing the first airdrop. We're doing a token sale pretty soon, right? And then we're going to, uh, and we're going to start the national airdrop, right? And a token will be launched um, somewhere um, um, during or after a second round airdrop, right? You know, so it's not, so it's not too long, right? So, I mean, I, I like to talk, but not too much, you know, right? Um, so, just to clear that up, you know? Yeah, so it, it's, it's not going forever, right? We're just um, we're going, to go, go, going to do it pretty fast. Um, but yeah, I think going back to the question about the airdrop thing, um, one the reason why we did things the way we did, right, is also because um, I didn't like how um, some how sneaker it had become, right? In some sense, right? They're like, okay, is I think people think of the address as a marketing tool, 
marketing tool or as a something you have to do. Kind of we, I, we don't see it that way. We, we see it as a, okay, okay. This is true to God, right? You know, right? What, what, whichever God you, you prefer, right? I'm extremely grateful, right? You know, I'm extremely grateful to everyone who used Jupiter, right? Who told um, all their friends about Jupiter, right? And, and, uh, and, and who trusted us for daily trades, you know, and enabled us to kind of like be somewhere, right? So I, I see this as a unique, once in a lifetime chance. Talk to them, right? About what's important, you know, right? It's like, I mean, after this, I, I'm gonna tell, seriously, like the moment I, if I don't do it now, right? I can't do it anymore. There's nowhere in time I can do it later, right? You know, right? And that's also the reason why we're opening up, uh, 1% for the community contributors as well, right? Who, who contributed to us, like, pre, um, number second. But again, like, I think, I think a lot of them have, um, talked about Jupiter in the past, right? Um, uh, but I haven't had a chance to, like, engage them, right? And to kind of see them. And again, I think, it, I'm glad I'm telling you, my, our, at messages, our DMs have exploded right now. Just completely exploded, right? It's impossible for me anymore, right? To keep track anymore, right? But I, th- I think there was this um, core set of people, right? That uh, was still small enough for me to kind of like talk to and appreciate, right? So that's the reason why, you know? So that's actually one very, very big reason why, you know, right? And um, so it's going to be um, a, a, a challenge um, going through everything, you know? Um, but so in summary, I think it should be a conversation, you know, versus a bang, bang, bang. The second thing is that I think um, the, it, once you lose your chance, right, we won't get any anymore, right? So I really want to take a chance to like uh, talk to everyone and make sure that um, even even if I can't give them what they want, at least they know that we tried. And thirdly is that uh, it's a way to it's a way to for us to have a more personal thank you to everybody involved, you know, versus just like, hey, your money go away, kind of thing, you know, which I which I feel like uh, characterizes a lot of the um, antagonism, right? Like. Oh, I'm a developer. You're the user. Thank free money. Go. And I and I don't want that. You know, I, I want to make sure that everyone feels like okay, we are here for them. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, that's how my dad speaks to me. Here's your money. Go away. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, How's your girlfriend? I, <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that makes sense. And um, you know, one thing I'm curious about that I don't think gets talked about a lot is what you've built here is arguably the and I've tweeted this I think it's certainly the best aerator in crypto but I also think it's probably like one of the best apps in all of crypto and I don't even think that's an opinion I think that's just true and you know you talked about your philosophy on this which is like okay we don't even look at the metrics we just look at okay is it the best experience is it the best prices is it the best in in whatever right uh, uh, metric you're looking at so I guess my question is, you know, obviously there's a lot of founders who listen to this, um, either people that are crypto founders or specifically DeFi founders, or maybe people who just want to start their own companies. And you're obviously quite good at it. What advice would you have for them? It always shows up. It always shows up, right? Um, it, it, like um, quality always shows up somewhere, right? So it's, it's not so much we do about metrics, right? It's more like, um, like if we do poorly, it shows up in metrics. If we do well, show the metrics, right? I feel like people use the metrics as North Star, right? But metrics don't tell you to do, right? Metrics won't tell you that, okay, you got this very specific button that is not working, right? That needs to be fixed, you know? Your metrics won't tell you that like 10, 10% of your users got rocked because you didn't, um, you didn't reset the slippage setting, right? You know, after they changed the thing and then you did reset, 
right? That the metrics don't tell you that um, like you're not offering the best price. And that's why you're doing somewhere else, right? So they won't tell you these things, right? What will, what will tell you these things, right, is users, right? So if you are very in tune with, um, with the actual problems that users are facing, right, uh, what do what they actually want, right? And not, not just in tune, right, but you try your best to improve and to get that, right? So in some sense, you are most um, listen to the user first and you see, okay, hey, oh, oh, I get it. Oh, this is the reason why metrics are that way. So I feel like that's true for a lot of great projects. You know, uh, and it's not just crypto, by the way, right? Any kind of like, project or industry you see, right? And there's a very, very keen sense of what people actually want and what we care about. And they make sure that um, they're alert to when the metrics might show that, you know, right? But it's all in favor of the user. So that, that's how I think about it. Um, that is also how we plan to reach our goals. We can talk about strategy or things that we want, right? But end of the day, I think uh, we will ultimately win by being extremely careful to listen to what people want, right? What do they need and what do they want in order to come here, you know? And that's what we focus on. And that's how we get there. All right, that was beautifully said. Mert just had to drop off, which is a good thing because I'm going to mention L2s and he goes into, oh my God. He, 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 he goes into Hulk mode anytime we talk about L2s. Um, I want to know... It's amazing. Uh, please, please keep this part in the, in the, in the chat because I think... Uh, I'm so inspired by Mert. Holy shit. Every time I see, um, every time I feel like I'm afraid to uh, share opinion, I just open Mert's Twitter, I get inspired. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Please leave this in. You know, I'll hear you hear that. <laughs> I will leave it in. I wouldn't say it to his face, but I'm lucky to have him as a, a co-host. So he yeah, is... Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he, his ego is really this big. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it up. You know? <laughs> Every ecosystem needs a Mert. And then it's true. Like people see him on Twitter. And if you don't know who Mert is, like ever so often, they're like, oh, it's just this really aggressive guy that constantly comes out across against Ethereum. And it's like, that's not really who he is. And he's also really informed, which makes a big difference between them. No, yeah. it's, no, no. I, I, and and we, we, we will give him on Helios, right? And he really cares too. Mm-hmm. You know, right? He really like, you know, we, it's, it's awesome working with him because like he cares about all the details, he cares about the new setup, he brings some stuff with you. I mean, I mean, he's not just a, a great ecosystem guy. He's a great product guy, great, great founder too, right? And then him and Triton, we work with them, work with them on the RPC side. That's great because like just great, great like, founders, you know? They are just amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was Mr. Degree. You got to make people care. Mert makes people care. Yeah, uh, seriously, it's great. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let's get to L2s. So you used to work in the Ethereum community. You're obviously in Solana full-time and built the most successful app in Solana. What do you think about L2s right now? There are multiple L2s you can choose from. They probably have grants. They also have, obviously, L2s to me are going to work in the future. There are training wheels right now versus something like Solana. Like, what is your honest take? Maybe not just your, you know, Twitter hostile takeover take. <laughs> My honest take is that I don't want to speak about success or failure, right? I want, I want to speak about the future I want, right? Mm. I, I mean, I, I don't really want a future whereby we are incessantly spinning up new L2s that don't necessarily add anything to the, to the space. Um, in, in fact, they might make it worse, right? Because like, you know, you just, in, I mean, that, I mean, fragmentation is very good because you get innovation, right? But I don't really think that we are going to see L2s at innovation. You know, that is my fundamental thing. If, if L2s break out and they, uh, they add new innovation, they, that is great, right? But I don't think that's going to happen. I think what I've seen more and more is L2 become almost a cynical place. I spin an L, L change is a way for me to have a new token. 
have a way for me to kind of have more, uh, have my own, you know, whatever, right? And I, I, I don't think that's a, the, I, I mean, I, I always speak to that. Uh, so certainly it has been a, a great uh, way to do wealth creation, you know, right? Capital creation. Um, but it, it's just not the future I want. Yeah. The future I want is one where we have critical mass. On, I mean, the internet, the internet is critical mass, right? I mean, for example, think them, right? If, if your grandmom and you, right, use a different internet, right? You can't, you can't turn, turn talk, right? It's like the, the, the point, the, the reason why internet works is that you and me are talking in one network, right? That's how it works, you know, right? And I want that for blockchains, right? And uh, I think that's actually really important, you know, for blockchains. Um, I think that's, as I, going back to what I said way earlier, right? I think that's how payments can work, how business can work, how a truly seamless ecosystem to marketing work, right? You know, like, and that, that's how some, some Jupiter can work. Right, you know, when you can do a single transaction that cuts across like seven, eight markets and inter- interchange that with um, a, a payment transaction or something, you know, right? So I, I want that future because that single network future is one where I think uh, we get much closer to um, the the promise of the decentralization, right? I mean, I again, I, I think I love uh, I love Ethereum. I, I love, um, I, I respect out the scaling solution for Ethereum, right? Um, but that is not the future, I think, uh, brings us closer to where we want to be. Uh, I think a lot of the CT conversation is become quite messy, you know, right? And I personally don't really lean there. Um, but what I lean extremely strongly towards is um, the idea that, okay, we, we got to keep in mind what the end goal is. And to me, the, the end goal is around having one network that we can all transact seamlessly on. And then not to say there won't be other networks, right? You know, but I do actually think that having a network that we have as many people on as possible would be extremely helpful, you know, for moving the ball forward. It's not a decentralization. Yeah. And that's the world the, and, the, and that's the world I want. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. If you have so many L2s, like you see this on Coinbase's wallet right now, you can drop there's a drop down. You can select which L2 you want to go to. It's pretty confusing, right? So you'd really have to have some some really high level abstractions that the average user never knows what they're interacting with. Like defaults are really important, even if it's very easy to switch networks, programs, whatever it might be. And a good example of that is how Google pays Apple $20 billion to be the default search engine for Safari. And it's not that you don't have to use Google search engine on Safari. It's just the default and they pay for that. But a user could easily go in and just switch it to another network or you know another search engine they just don't because users just want to do what's easy with the lowest amount of friction and that's something like what Solana offers versus when you have this world of multiple l2s it starts getting pretty confusing if you want me to if i if you don't mind me jumping in the bit right i actually definitely see a world where i mean i I come from multi-chain background right you know right and actually over the last year i've also been dabbling in a lot of like multi-chain research as well right you know and then uh, i also also did wbtc right so i'm pretty i'm pretty used to um figuring out multi-chain stuff uh, and, and these days I'm working a lot with Wormhole and DeBridge and all the other awesome, like uh, all the other um, circles, CCTV as well, right? So I, I definitely do see a world where it is possible that Solana become the universal abstraction layer, right? Um, For everything, you know, right? For all the different chains, right? And it, it, it kind of makes sense because if you look at the, it kind of makes sense because even look at Ultimate at once, right? What's the difference anyway, right? It's just basically a bridge. It, it's definitely not my focus area right now. But I definitely would be very interested to figure this out sometime um, next year or something. But uh, in summary, who knows, right? Maybe Swana could actually become that universal abstraction layer. But that could be really cool. Sounds bullish. <laughs> I'm very bullish, yeah. Okay. I've got two quick tactical questions and then one question. We'll close it out. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. And what's really cool about Jupiter is it routes one trade. It could be a $1 trade across multiple markets if it's for the best price, right? 
when you do that, if the if it's going across DEXs, for example, that haven't launched a token or they're going to in the future, are those users then potentially eligible for those airdrops from those separate DEXs? You know, airdrops are often based on prior usage, but if the user is coming to Jupiter, can those other projects also identify the wallet that's making that trade on Jupiter? Say, like, oh, they've actually routed trades through us. We're going to give them an airdrop in the future. Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly that's the case. You know, I mean, we, we do it in a, I mean, we, we do it in a very friendly way. Um, we do it in a very friendly way. We, um, you know, if you transact through Jupiter through anything else, like for example, people, people don't use Jupiter through Jupiter directly. I mean, a lot of people use Jupiter through like wallets and other apps, everything, right? So we, we, we don't treat them separately. We trade equally. You know, it doesn't matter where, that doesn't matter what interface is, right? We treat equally. And everything, you know, right? And certainly other projects can do whatever they want. But I would say this. I think uh, the way we do it is that, um, uh, for example, if you're a new DEX, you don't pay us anything, right? We work our ass off to make sure that you get into Jupiter, right? And you get all the retail full of volume, full of everything, right? So uh, it would be a bit mean if you don't pay the favor for us, um, mm-hmm. whereas we do, right? But that's not all my control. I think I, I think what, what is in our control is that we just try to do the best for the user, right? But then if you don't do the best for our users, then it gets a bit awkward. In thing, right? That's all I say. You know, right? But for now, we don't have a problem. We work really, really hard to make sure that um, uh, we have a win-win situation for everybody. I think people see that. Yeah. Okay. One more question on this aggregation theory that I like to talk about a lot with Jupiter. You've become, in some ways, the front end of Solana. And I won't make you say that, but that's how I feel. But it's very much grow the pie, as you like to say, because you're bringing in new users and you're giving access to all these different protocols, not just what's on Jupiter. My feeling is, though, in the future, having that front end being the aggregator is very powerful um, and it's a great position to be in. Could you ever see another project, say there was like a Uniswap style project that also had a lot of demand on Solana and they wanted users to go directly to their AMM, to their DEX, not to Jupiter. Is there an easy way for them to cut off access to Jupiter where Jupiter can't route trades through their DEX slash AMM? Is that possible? And do you see that future happening? I mean, it's definitely possible and uh, it would be just a bit counterintuitive because then they, then they have to offer better rates than everybody else, you know, right? Or we can spin up our own thing and have more liquidity or something. It's just one of those things that I... Um, first, 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 first of all, I, I, it's one of those things that I think um, we don't think about, we don't think about that much. You know, I, I, I know, I understand where that concern comes from. Um, I think um, our main thing is just to make sure that, um, you know, we are as uh, ecosystem friendly as possible. You know, right? Um, yeah, I, that, that, that's how, how I think about it. If you ever see us doing things that are not right, not right for the users or the, or the ecosystem, right, it will be pretty obvious, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know it's different, but Jupiter does remind me a bit of Stripe, not only because you have like a plugin that different apps can use to do swaps, but also I think Stripe's, their statement or used to be, it was to grow the GDP of the internet. And to me, like Jupiter's goal is to grow the GDP of Solana. And so I just see the two overlapping things of crypto. And crypto. crypto. Yeah. Like, like we think the crypto, we think crypto or GDP of crypto right now is like 0.001% of what it can be. And I circle back to the whole L2 thing is that I'm very, very upset that like uh, our, we have we are not growing the GDP of crypto. We're just creating uh, more inside the games, you know, really bring more people in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I just say that I don't take anything for granted. Okay. Um, like, I mean, okay, Jack Garrett, it's important, okay? 
the the really beautiful thing about the, the decentralized world, right, is that like I don't hold the customer's funds. Jupiter doesn't hold the customer's funds, right? We literally have no lock-in. Literally, right? Zero lock-in, right? So the only thing, so it's the thing about it, right? The only thing that there's no way we can be powerful, literally, because we don't we don't hold anything, right? We we can't even control anything, right? And and, and that's actually what I love about the, the decentralized world, right? Because it doesn't matter how big Jupiter gets, right? We we have no lock-in, literally. The moment we stop doing the best, the moment we stop providing value, the moment we start doing anything that's counter-user, we die. Full stop. Zero, right? So I feel like that's actually one um uh really important thing to understand, you know, as you talk about things like that. Because I think that's actually one really, really important thing about uh about decentralized world, right? They your 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 lock-in is very different, right? Your lock-in is really about like your lock-in is really about value and community and vibes, right, and trust, right? And much, much less about okay, like using vendor power, right, you know, or custody, right, or barrel to entry or barrel to exit, right? No such thing. You know, right. So I think that's actually one uh, really, really big difference there. Yeah. Also, yeah. I agree. I mean, you see this with internet service providers, for example, they could have a monopoly in the sense that they actually have cables that go into your house. Um, right. So that's like a supply side constraint. But then you have something like Amazon. There really is no constraint. Like anybody can just go into Google and go to another website. So it's not that they have some supply side constraint, but just the user experience is so good that users pick it. And, and it's a great position to be in, but it's not because they have some lock in. It's just a better product. Yeah, I, I, and, and, and I think that's just really important, right? So it's like, it, it really compels us to like, um, like how do we keep on providing the best user experience, right? And the best products, right? And, and, and I think that, 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 that's very, very important. Yeah. So on that, and we'll do this as the last question. What, what are you most excited about just over the next 12 months for Jupiter or Solana or crypto? Oh, um, Give me the pie. Give me the pie. I go back to my, what I always say, go to pie because, um, I feel like, oh my God, it has been 10, it has been more than how many years? 15 years since Bitcoin started? 15 years? And I think that we are finally at a, I mean, it's a long time, but also a really fucking short time, right? You know, I've been involved in that for six, six, seven years. I think we are really starting to see like, like, um, the user experience and everything being able to be as good as centralized exchanges, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, and uh, I think over the next two or three years and stuff, we're going to see, um, they get really start closing, right? And then as I mentioned before, when uh, when we start closing that gap and capital starts being used in uh, in taxes where it can be used in the, in the on chain, right? Then everything happens, right? Then then we will see remittances, payments, games, social networks, and all that kind of good stuff they wanted to happen, you know, right? So and and I think uh, I'm really really excited that um, we had the chance um, to be part of that, you know, and potentially um, pioneer a lot of that, hopefully. You know, right? Yeah. So that's what I said. That's what that's what I'm the most excited about. You know, I love I've been, it. I've been waiting. I, I I've been waiting for a very long time for this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Jupiter is such an exciting product. I love not only Jupiter itself and how easy it's made interacting with Solana, the grow of the pie, but also just your energy and positivity. A lot of crypto needs that. I'm not trying to take away all of the back and forth between different communities. It's kind of fun. It's just like sports, but we yeah, do need fine, more fine, people fine, like fine, you. Yeah, well, so, well, um, thank good, you so yeah. much for coming on. This is an unbelievable episode. No, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much for your uh for taking having me, man. Uh, really great, love, really love everything you guys are doing. You like speed everything, so um, yeah, thank you.
Yeah, well, thank you. We'll see you next time. All right, I've got a little ending note here. First, thank you so much for listening to the full episode. If you really liked it, hit subscribe. But secondly, make sure you sign up for DAS. This is BlockWorks' biggest institutional conference happening in London in March. I've included a link in the show notes and also a discount code. Get 20% off. Make sure to use Lightspeed20 when you sign up. All right, I'll see you there. And I'll see you next time on Lightspeed.